And now, The Federal Drive with Tom Temin. Hello, and thanks for joining us on this Friday, May 28th, 2021, seven minutes past the hour. I'm Tom Temin. Our producers are Eric White and Peter Masurlian, our digital editors, Amelia Brust and David Thornton. Coming up in this hour of The Federal Drive, it's official. Agencies must have zero trust in their networks. Well, now what? Plus, the Army seeks a way for soldiers to team up with and bond with robots. Those stories and much more ahead during this hour of The Federal Drive. But first, it now looks like sexual crime cases occurring in the armed services are going to end up handled by an independent prosecutor. Now members of Congress are starting to look at how other crimes are handled by the Defense Department. Domestic abuse was in the spotlight this week, and defense officials faced some serious questions. Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni joins me with more. And Scott, just review for us the independent prosecutor prosecutors in the sexual crime cases. What's the status of that development? Well, this is a bill that's really come around every year for quite a few years in a row. It's been championed by Kirsten Gillibrand and also Jackie Spearer in the House. And, uh, you know, what it does is it takes the uh, the prosecution out of the chain of command and puts it in an independent uh, civilian uh, role. And what that is supposed to do is just add more objectivity, also add just more of a, a gravitas to that position. Right now, it has the support that it needs within the House to do this, this bill. And it also has more than 60 co-sponsors. So not just votes, but co-sponsors. So it's most likely going to be rolled into the NDAA, which, as everyone knows, has been passed more than 60 years in a row or about 60 years in a row. So it's right. looking like this is something that's definitely going to happen. And the Senate also has backing for this? That's right. They have 60 co-sponsors, so they're, they're uh, filibuster-proof. They're all good for that. Okay. And let's move on then. What is concerning Congress now that they seem to have that side, that is sexual crimes, buttoned up for prosecution? What about the other crimes? So last week, the GAO came out with a study about domestic abuse within the military. And what it found was that there were 40,000 cases between 2015 and 2019. And that's most likely on the low end, because one of the results that came out of this study is that the Defense Department is not doing a very good job at keeping its its stats. And also, it's not keeping the type of stats that it's supposed to legally be keeping uh, so that it can help reduce these sorts of things. It'll have more information about what kind of abuse is happening and therefore be able to tackle those sorts of issues. But the larger concern is that some of these issues are being swept under the rug by the commanders. And that's what's really concerning Congress at this point. What are some of the suggestions members have or members of the military have? Right. So, so what Congress heard was that, you know, lower level commanders who are the ones that are tasked with dealing with this uh, domestic abuse sort of issue um, and, and the chaplains as well are really not handling this properly. They had some survivors saying that the chain of command is on the service member's side or the abuser's side. They also said that this is not an issue that they want to handle, which is really not what they're supposed to be doing. Also, the training just isn't there. The GAO looked at 20 different bases and not everyone's being trained the way that they should about these domestic abuse issues. DOD classified 21 abuse cases as severe. 43% of those, no action was taken by the lower level commander. So Jackie Spear, during this hearing, who is the House Armed Services Military Personnel Chairwoman, is asking why this isn't being bumped up to a higher level for uh, people who are you know, looking at this and, and saying, you know, maybe we should prosecute this. Another thing to mention is that Blue Star Families, which is the military advocacy group, they also testified during this hearing and found their surveys, their independent surveys, found that 1% of active duty spouses and service members reported being 
kicked, punched, or hurt by their significant other in the past year. And 2% said they experienced intimate partner violence in the past year. Now, that may seem like a small number, but it's more than twice the rate of the national population, which is 0.42%. Sure. And did Jackie Speer or any other members of Congress suggest moving prosecution of those crimes out of the chain of command into the special prosecutor the way they have with the, they're planning to, with the sexual crimes? They haven't necessarily suggested that yet. What Jackie Speer said was maybe it should be moved up to the 06 level or colonel captain level, uh, which is fairly high up. You know, you're almost getting to a, the next step as a general at that point. So um, it would take a, a lot of, um, you know, it, it would really be taken very seriously once it gets up there. GAO gave 32 recommendations to the Defense Department, and they've said that they're looking into those. Uh, that includes includes making sure that the training actually happens that these lower level commanders need to get. Uh, pushing things up to that chain of command is one of the things that DOD should look at, according to the uh, GAO report as well. Uh, you know, obviously, there's also these family advocacy groups that service members can reach out to and hopefully get the help that they need uh, if they did want something to happen in a more civilian or civil uh, way. But, you know, obviously, the chain of command is the way that you have to do something uh, under the Uniformed Code of Military Justice. So DOD is starting to, it sounds like, recognize the problem that GAO has outlined and acting on some of those recommendations? They're at least taking a look at it, right? And, you know, that's probably the first step. It always is within government. You know, it first starts with a letter from Congress and then a hearing. And then after that, it goes into a, a working group and then a policy draft. And then finally, one day you get to something that uh, that's concrete. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how this, this works out. It's in a beginning stage right now, but GAO is recommending it. DOD has concurred. And therefore, they're saying, you know, we're going to take give it a look and at least keep the option on the table. It seems like the biggest question here then is the military chain of command itself and its involvement in prosecutions, I guess, of any sort of crime, car theft or whatever else might happen within the military domain. Is that under fundamental questioning right now? I think it is. Uh, you know, military culture is one that is slower to change compared to civilian culture. They have a very rigid style of doing things. And DOD is trying to change that in certain ways. They're trying to open themselves up to be more diverse, uh, to be more gender accepting, to be more accepting in, in social ways, because that's the sort of people that they're trying to bring into the military now. It's no longer that industrialized uh, personnel process. Uh, you know, they've heard, Congress has heard from uh, many experts about this issue. Uh, and one of, some of them have said, especially during testifying about sexual assault, is that commanders aren't law experts. Uh, they're not lawyers. They're dealing with a million other things, making sure people get to PT on time and things like that. Uh, you know, this is just another sort of uh, extreme sort of level of expertise that they need to bring that they may not be trained for in, in the right way. Jessica Strong, who is one of the researchers for Blue Star Families, said that any plan to reduce domestic abuse must address the underlying factors that make families vulnerable. And that means uh, dealing with military spouses financially, eliminating sexist attitudes within the military, combating social isolation, and dealing with things like PTSD, which uh, some service members suffer from. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Still to come, the Army seeks a way for soldiers to team up with robots. This is The Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.